The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. Do not take gold or silver or copper for your belts, no sack for the journey or a second tunic or sandals or walking stick. The laborer deserves his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, look for a worthy person in it and stay there until you leave. As you enter a house, wish it peace. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. And if not, let your peace return to you. Whoever will not receive you or listen to your words, go outside that house or town and shake the dust from your feet. Amen, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. In our Gospel acclamation, uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Repent. Uh, we, we know that really means to go in a different direction, to go towards God as opposed to going away from God. It also means a change of heart. A change of heart. And really, when we read what Jesus is telling the apostles, there's clearly a change of heart. There's a sense of excitement. The kingdom of God is at hand. There's a joyful go out and with, you know, excitement. And so you can tell that the heart is changed. That's part of repenting. The, the heart becomes joyful. Well, I think our first reading kind of helps us understand this and put some perspective on this. And, and I know it's a favorite story for many, um, the story of Joseph and what happened. And here uh, we're seeing the culmination of uh, the realization of what happened to Joseph. But um, I want to put my spin on this too so that um, we can see how this relates to, I think, um, what we're doing here at Mass today. So you remember that Joseph was sold into slavery. And at the time he was sold into slavery, he was 17 years old. In the telling of the scripture we're reading right now, he's 39. 22 years later. That's a, that's a long time, and that would account for the brothers not really recognizing him. You think about 22 years Joseph has been in Egypt. Well, there's another couple pieces that are important here. We heard it in the reading that Judah talks about Jacob having a wife. He actually had two wives. You'll remember the story that he worked for seven years to marry Rachel, but the father-in-law tricked him and uh, he really married the older sister. And so he had to work another 17 or seven years, making a total of 14 years before he could marry Rachel. But in scripture it says, 
Those 14 years were like only a couple days because of his love for her. It was a true love. This was the love of his life. Now, Rachel had two children, Joseph, the older brother, and Benjamin. In giving birth to Benjamin, Rachel died. So at five years old, Joseph lost his mother, and Jacob lost the love of his life. And really, as we read this, we see this love that Jacob has for Joseph, who has gone missing, but now the final fruit of that love, Benjamin, he doesn't want to allow anything to happen to him. So that kind of sets up what's, what's happened as we come to this reading. Uh, this covers two chapters, our reading today, 44 and 45 of Genesis. And there's actually some missing pieces that I think also help explain where we're at. Uh, you'll recall that the brothers uh, had to go to Egypt to get food the first time. And Joseph said, well, when you come back, you have to bring the youngest brother, Benjamin. And, of course, Jacob didn't really want that to happen. He was afraid to let Benjamin go, but he did. And so Benjamin shows up, and Joseph wants to test his brother, Judah, and the other brothers. He wants to test to see, has their heart changed? Is it any different? And so he allows the food uh, to be uh, put into bags that... Um, uh, Judah and the other brothers are going to take back. And so Benjamin has his own bag, and it's filled full of food. And Joseph slips in his chalice, a silver chalice that's his. And Judah and the brothers leave, and so Joseph takes a, a group out, and they stop them, and they say, somebody has stolen this chalice. And so they look at all the bags, and... Sure enough, in Benjamin's bag is the chalice. And Joseph says, well, the penalty is that Benjamin will have to st stay in Egypt as a slave. The same thing that happened to Joseph. He was sold off as a slave. Joseph wants to test to see if Judah has repented. Has his heart changed? And Judah lives up to that. It has changed. He's recognized the love that Jacob has to his true love wife and recognized how much Benjamin means to the father and he offers himself to be the slave. Not Benjamin. And then we have Joseph coming out saying, it's me. It's your brother. And they're dumbfounded. You can imagine. 22 years they think Joseph is gone. And here he shows up. They're in awe. The brothers are in awe of Joseph. And they're, they're frightened as well. Now, the reason I give you all this background is because I think this is the important part of how we can use this story to better prepare ourselves for the consecration and coming up to receive the host. If we put our place in 
the spot of Judah in this reading. And we go to the very last part of the reading. We're in awe. And as you think of Father Mike holding up the Eucharist and saying, Behold, the Lamb of God, behold. It's the same as we start to read. Joseph says, Come close to me. Come near. The Hebrew really means close enough to touch. When he says, Behold, we're drawing near to the Eucharist. And we're really thinking as Judah, Joseph talking to Joseph, when they had done so, he said, I am your brother, but let's substitute Jesus for Joseph. I am your brother, Jesus. Here's our brother, Jesus, whom you once, not sold, but betrayed. That's how we start the consecration. When Jesus was betrayed, he held up the, the bread. I am your brother Jesus when you once betrayed me, but now do not be distressed and do not reproach yourself for having betrayed me here. It was really for the sake of saving lives, your life. For the sake of saving your life, Jesus is offering himself up here. God sent Jesus ahead of us so that we would have this gift. This beautiful reading is really how we can approach the altar and receive the Eucharist. Just like Judah with a repented heart. And we leave joyfully. Just as Jesus is telling his apostles. Go joyfully into the world. Because you've received the gift of forgiveness, repentance, and Jesus' body to, to give us nutrition and energize us. Let's offer our prayers.